Welcome back to Future Talk, where Bryce Doherty is in discussion with Sally Lone. Okay, Sally, so let's talk about technology. Mm. Yeah, superannuation, compulsory superannuation has been around since 1992. You know, Back when it first started, uh, you know, you'd go to your advisor, they'd go and fill in a whole bunch of application forms for the various fund managers that they were investing you with. We moved forward to platforms emerging in the late 90s, which you know, really was something to help the advisor rather than the client, although you did get some pricing advantages for the end client out of using platforms. But if we look at the technological advance of superannuation since 1992 and maybe you know contrasting that with what's happened with banking what do you see happening in the near future uh, with technology enabling better engagement uh, from consumers with their superannuation we've seen uh, some very uh, small players some digital super funds leap out of the blocks because there's um, a whole lot of technology that's been going on behind the scenes which has enabled them to actually come into the market which I think is a really good thing because we want millennials, we want young people to engage with super from their very first mm. job so they understand it, they know where it's going and they understand compounding interest. The only way we'll do that is if we um, introduce some really good digital tools for them to do that. So there are some super funds out there that are starting to do this, which mm. is fantastic. I think uh, a lot of the problem at the moment is there's still big barriers to entry, those big compliance costs, the need for wet signatures, the need mm. for paper. We've still got that in financial services, and that is a drag on efficiency. What can government and the regulators do to help us with that? I mean, that's it's quite amazing, right? You can go onto your bank app and use your thumbprint on your phone, and you can get access to all of your funds and move money around, and yet we're still talking about wet signatures in exactly. superannuation. Yeah, I can even go on my phone and get my, my facial recognition, which is even better. Our payment systems are fantastic. Why can't we just shift those across to financial services? And I think the government's starting to look at this. They want uh, pl new players in the market to attract market share, to get eyeballs, to get engagement, and that can only be a good thing. When people start engaging and thinking about their financial futures, um, we've got to give them the right tools. Mm. And look, I really agree with you that as at entry level to get engagement uh, moving, uh, tech is a great way to do that. What about at the other end? What about with these you know, 700 Australians retiring a day? Um, what can we be doing there better? I would, I, I hate this word robo-advice. I think it leads everyone to this view that you'd sit down with a touch screen and suddenly all your problems are solved. Or a robot comes into the room and That's right. And we, know, and we know that particularly that generation that's retiring now, yeah. more than any other generation, is more inclined to want to uh, deal with a human yes. uh, rather than a piece of software. Yes. But what can tech do at that end to help uh, moving into retirement incomes? Look, I think, uh, I think it can work up to a certain point. Um, uh, a a lot of people will just go out there and use Google, you know, how do I invest, what do I do, um, and that will throw up some options. Um, they might go on to their, their bank apps or they might um, look at their superannuation apps um, and they'll get to a point where their bot will say, you need to speak to a human now. Mm. That is critical. Um, I would not be wanting to go into retirement with any form of money without speaking to an expert. I think that face-to-face -face contact with somebody who's been in the sector for a long time and understands the complexity of all the taxation implications, all the things that um, the ordinary mortal can't possibly do. Um, and I don't think technology has got us there. It can take us so far, but in the end we will all need to see uh, an experienced advisor. 
What about the risk and, and the risk of letting people have too much choice and too much access and uh, too much ability to, to move things around? I mean, we know that it's investing for the long term. People going into superannuation today are going to spend 40 to 50 years uh, invested in their superannuation and maybe, you know, making changes every other week is not the best thing for them to do. No. It's really hard. When you're a young person, you cannot, you can't recognise yourself as an old person. It's like a stranger. You don't know that person. So you're not thinking about the, the future. Um, when you finally do become that, that older person, I think you're, you're more conservative. I, I, I'm not sure that everybody is going to be moving stuff around and looking for a lot of radical things when they're in their 60s and late 50s. I think people naturally become more conservative because mortality comes upon us. We think, my goodness, I've got this amount of money, I want to make it last. I will be a little bit more conservative. Um, I don't think there's such thing as too much choice. Um, I, I know it does get confusing after maybe 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, mm. funds to choose from. But I still think choice is essential in our market. I'd agree. I mean, I think that there's no doubt that the amount of uh, choice and the number of uh, suppliers, if you like, in the superannuation system here in Australia has led to very good outcomes for consumers as far as uh, competitive pricing. And I think that the amount of choice that we've given people means that fund managers like ourselves at UBS have to compete really heavily yes. to get those dollars. Absolutely. Um, we have one of the most competitive markets in the world for funds managers. This is a big pool of superannuation money here. Mm. Everybody's competing very hard for that pool. You're absolutely right. Um, I think where we get um, added costs in the system that don't help consumers is where we get all of those big compliance and regulatory costs. Yes, we've got to have regulations, we have to protect mm. people, but there's got to be a balance between making advice um, uh, unaffordable for mm. Australians. We don't want to go down that path. No, no, I totally agree. It's been really good to talk to you again, Sally. Thanks, talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you. With the statistic that 700 Australians are retiring every day, it's more important than ever that we get our super system ready for the future. The conversation Sally and Bryce had helps us think about what next.